Welcome, Cosmic Toolbox. This is the January 2022 monthly forecast, and it is an exciting time because we begin this month with just really intensely exciting energy. So I'm going to go a little quickly because we have a January, and it's so good and so ripe and so um, just involved that I would like to just paint a good picture of January and we will go from there. So starting one big thing about January is that I always like to look at how a month begins and how it ends. And we grow up saying things like in like a lion, out like a lamb. And we, we pay attention to beginnings and endings. And then we pay attention to the in-betweens where there's all that magical changeable energy. So the first day of January, in addition to starting a new year of 2022, it also began with the sun trine Uranus. And that's such a positive, um, lucky aspect, right? We've got that base energy, that energizing power um, that powers this whole solar system, um, that physical energy, the luminary that illuminates the moon, right? Just that base energy working in a synergistic, harmonious way and stabilizing Uranus. Um, in its last two weeks of retrograde. So we're really going to be looking inward at all of our uniqueness and our individuality and the sun just really powering up that last two weeks of Uranus retrograde. And so then we end the month with the sun square Uranus and Uranus will be direct at that point. So it'll, it'll be the sun sort of you know, straining um, Uranus direct as in wanting change, right? And, and it'll be a difficult aspect because the things that we learn during Uranus retrograde will want to be brought into the world. And that sun, it's like the spotlight hitting you for the first time when you're on stage and ready to perform, even though you've practiced it, you've practiced it and you've practiced it, that first beam of spotlight can knock you back a little bit. Um, and you have to prepare for that as well. That's how I'm feeling this energy. It's also really lovely and also really um, intense that we start the month off with a new moon in Capricorn. Our moon is in Capricorn, activating that Capricorn stellium. Um, and so the Capricorn stellium is really going to set the tone for the month. And then on the 29th of January, the moon hits this Capricorn stellium again. Only this time now Venus will be direct when that happens. And so a lot of the things that we work with in January will be um, with that Venus retrograde. Venus goes direct on the 29th and then the moon hits that Capricorn stellium again, almost like um, it's coming back around to check on the tasks we were given and how well we did. And then when we move into February, our new moon in Aquarius is on February 1st as is Imbolc, which is a big um, wheel of the year moment where we start to focus on light and forward and um, the turning point of the winter where we now set our sights on the spring equinox. And so there's a lot of horizon energy towards the end of January. And um, it all begins here with this first first couple days in January. So it's exciting. On January 2nd, Mercury moves into Aquarius and we get a little bit of a break from the Mercury and Capricorn, but a little bit. Mercury will retrograde in January and retrograde back into Capricorn and revisit some conjunctions with Pluto. So anything that you had come up late um, December um, when Mercury was conjunct Pluto, like uh, December 27th through 30, 31st, 
um, if you had some intensity there that you felt was, was Mercury conjunct Pluto, expect to revisit some of that towards the end of January, January 28th, Mercury retrograde will conjunct Pluto in Capricorn again, and we will have some internal work to do around it. Um, we have the new moon in Capricorn on the second at 12 degrees Capricorn. And so it's a really, um, solid space along with this big Capricorn stellium. We have Saturn sitting at the table, you know, with, with quite an impressive crew. Um, and so as we go to plant the seeds in Capricorn, we're pleading to the King, right? We're pleading to Saturn ruler of Capricorn, and we're asking for direction and for assistance. And as we go in and ask Saturn and Capricorn to bless us and bestow us, right? Um, he sits at that table, um, with the sun and the moon and Venus and Pluto and Juno and Pholus are all at the table and they're communicating with each other and Mercury just left, but he'll be back in a little bit. So not only does, is Saturn maybe a little distracted with all this energy, but he's got a lot of access to a lot of power. And so we want to make the new moon intentions at the beginning of the month, um, very clear and direct and prepare for the power of that stellium to really do its, do its good work. Now we also have on the third and the fourth, the quadrant, <laughs> like 30% of the time I can say it right the first time, um, quadrantids meteor shower. So the third and the fourth, that's going to peak. And at the same time that we're getting divine inspiration from this meteor shower, we have Jupiter squaring off with the North node. I find it really telling because Jupiter is really showing up in 2022. Jupiter is the one to watch. Jupiter energy and expansion energy and broadening of horizons will be everywhere you look. Um, and so it's squaring off with the North node. The North node is in Gemini and the North node is going to go in retrograde back into Taurus um, on the 18th, just as Uranus goes direct. So we're having a little bit of a Jupiter square off with North node. Did, did we get the lessons, right? Jupiter is the ruler of our South node Currently, the south node is in Sagittarius, Jupiter rules Sagittarius. And so we have all of this um, energy that's asking us, did you learn these lessons? Are you moving forward? Have you gone where you hope to have gone? Um, and remember Mercury moving into Aquarius, you know, Jupiter just left Aquarius and is back at home in Pisces. And so now Mercury is going to move through. And so there's going to be some Gem Gemini themes coming through. Um, Mercury over the course of January. So we're just being asked to consider this duality, to consider um, where we run, where we stay, how we plant our feet and get prepared for that new North Node of Destiny energy to kick in mid-month. We also have a lot of moon play, the beginning, the first week, right, of the month. The moon is starting off in the Capricorn stellium, but then quickly gets... Um, through Aquarius and then moves into um, Pisces. And then when Venus retrogrades sextile Neptune on the fifth occurs, the moon will be conjunct Jupiter. And then as the moon moves through Pisces, it then is conjunct Neptune. So our inner worlds are gonna interact with Jupiter and Neptune this week. Our expansion and our dreams, our horizons and our belief structures around religion and spirituality, 
our risk-taking up against our daydreaming and the safety of having ideas without always putting action behind them and, and creativity and art and all of these things come to the forefront. And then, you know, on the eighth, we have the sun conjunct Venus retrograde, a lot of illumination inwards. And at the same time, the moon will be conjunct Aries and it hits just before that first quarter and uh, first quarter moon in Aries on the ninth, where we'll then take action on some of this. And we probably will have more childhood stuff come up in the way that it's meant to be moved through and we finish up projects and we start old projects that need new oomph and all of that. So then we get into the second week of January and we find a little bit of a different energy. It's coming in a little bit hotter than maybe um, we expected. Um, so the sun on the 10th of January, we have the sun sextile Neptune, a lot of illumination, activation, awareness of spirituality and intuition and psychic abilities, Neptunes and Pisces sun is still in Capricorn. We're figuring out how it all fits into our life, how it all fits into our foundation. We're almost like laying the electrical work of our foundation so it'll power the house we build. It's a very important time, the beginning of next week, and it's just, just on the heels of that first quarter moon in Aries. The moon will be conjunct Uranus retrograde still. Um, Uranus is still retrograde, I mean, and the moon will be conjunct Uranus retrograde on the 10th while we're having this sun sextile Neptune. So you can expect your inner world to really be getting hammered with this concept of, in addition to the Venus retrograde, right? But the concept of individuality and uniqueness and your own, your own life, right? Your own challenges, your own journeys. Um, and, and how, how can you bring that about? And that's the revolution that you bring, right? Is how you can break free of any change and structure and cages and prisons that you've built for yourself, or maybe that your family built for you. This is, where do you need to break free? And you can expect to feel that come up on the 10th pretty intensely. And then on the 11th, we have Mars squaring off with Neptune. So we have, then we have that, like that God of action and war come up behind us. Like, so what are you going to do about this? What are, what are we going to do about this? And what, what do you dream of? And what do you want? And how can we make it happen? And how can we take some risks? And I'm here, I can be strong and you got to go and you've got, you know, it's that square energy where Mars is going to be squaring off with Neptune. Like, is this true? Do you believe this? What do you want? You know, the square isn't just pain. Um, it's like the, the strain and the tension that ultimately um, pushes you uh, or breaks you into a, a different situation than the one you're in. So expect some stuff to come up around spirituality and your divine path around the 11th of January. There's some numerology happening there too. The 11th day of the first month, 111 in a 222 year, um, you know, 2022. <laughs> so that's how I see it. So 111, 222, it's like base function, taking steps. It plays into some of the storytelling there as well. On January 13th, Late, late into January 12th, early into January 13th, we get the moon conjunct North Node in Gemini. I, I always watch whenever there's a big transition, I watch the things that are at play with that transition. And this month holds a North Node switch from Gemini into Taurus. And so the moon is conjunct the North Node in Gemini at about zero degrees. Gemini uh, North Node doesn't move into Taurus until January 18th. So this will be about five days before it moves into Taurus. And the moon conjuncts that north node where Gemini and Ceres have been traveling together for quite some time. 
every time we have the moon move through Gemini, it is conjunct uh, the North Node and Ceres, both retrograde, right? Retrograde in motion. So they're moving backward through the zodiac as the moon is moving forward, and they're like the passing of the ships. And it's been happening with that North Node um, energy, you know, this whole time. Now, the moon is going to conjunct the North Node in Gemini at zero degrees on January 13th. And then as the moon moves on, Jan on January 14th, Ceres also moves direct. So we have a little bit of play here, but not for long. After all this time that Ceres and Gemini or Ceres and the North Node have been together, um, Ceres will now move direct as Gemini continues to retrograde through Taurus. And so they will be now beginning a slight separation. It won't happen for a few more days yet, but that's when it begins. So 13th, 14th, we start to see our North Node in Gemini beginning to give its last lessons to us as it relinquishes power. Um, and Mercury goes retrograde there. January 14th, Mercury retrogrades in Aquarius, Ceres moves direct, and we it's all under this um, moon conjunct north node energy. I would expect to really <clears throat> feel some, some feelings <laughs> under the Gemini bend, right? Um, with the moon in Gemini, we get that mutable air sign ruled by Mercury. We get freedom and clear vision, sharp intellect, and you want to imagine that this is the parting of, of this by the time the moon um, gets to Gemini, it will no longer be our nor North Node. By the, the next time moon is in Gemini, it will no longer be our North Node. It won't hold so much sway. And so this is the last parting gift of Gemini as the North Node to the moon as the moon then takes off and goes on. And so we get Mercury retrograde in Aquarius on the 14th, Ceres moves direct. Then on the 16th, we have the sun conjunct Pluto at 26 degrees cancer. Um, we're keeping an eye on the 26 to 28 degrees in the chart, even 25 degrees, you know, you look around your chart. If you have anything at these degrees, you might feel it come up a little bit extra. We're seeing the sun conjunct Pluto. We're seeing things illuminated in the underworld. We're seeing some shadow work come up the same time on the 16th, the moon is in cancer. So we're really sitting in it. We're really sitting in the emotion. We're really dwelling in the emotion. And Cancer is the opposite sign of Capricorn. So having the moon in Cancer while the sun conjuncts Pluto and Capricorn activates all of Cancer in that shadowy side, the polarity between the two, the opposition of the two. Um, they're polarized energies. And so as all this energy is taking place in Capricorn, it polarizes and pulls some of the shadowy stuff from Cancer on its own. So you will feel a lot of emotions here. I would expect some intense dreams. I would expect um, to be feeling constrained if you're um, not necessarily being supported in your life. It's a time where you're going to be feeling the feelings pretty intensely, especially because this all takes place just on the evening before our full moon. Our full moon in Cancer is on January 17th, and it takes place at 27 degrees Cancer. Um, this full moon in Cancer will be opposite the Capricorn stellium. So the polarity of Capricorn Cancer will be intense. Um, Capricorn Cancer is one of the elements that we cannot um, downplay enough. The polarity that exists between Capricorn and Cancer is very, um, it's felt, right? Because we have the cardinal earth and the cardinal water and um, we just, or I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> I feel like 
I forget myself sometimes, but no, yes, the cardinal air, the cardinal earth and the cardinal water. And we have this, you know, the sun in Capricorn, the moon in Cancer, the luminaries will be really playing a part. And remember, remember, remember that when COVID all was just a babe, right, in, in the mind's eye of humanity, um, the North Node was in Cancer and the South Node was in Capricorn. And so think of some of the elements that were there, right, as we navigated 2020, um, 2019 and 2020, um, and we had to navigate that foundational earth energy up against our emotions, right? The, the first half of 2020 was pretty wild with that theme, that theme. And when, um, you know, like Jan, if we look back even just to January 2nd, 2020, we had a really powerful Capricorn stellium then, right? We have the sun and Saturn, um, and Pluto and Jupiter and Mercury and Pholus and, and Ceres all in Capricorn. Um, and the North node in cancer. And so there was that real strong polarity of how do we feel? And yet what do we have to build in the real world? And the real world was really intense and our emotions were really intense. And so that North node, South node energy, we will feel that a bit with this full moon. Um, yeah, as we always do, right. With the full moon in when the sun is in cancer Capricorn, the full moon will always be in cancer. So there's always that watery depth to it. But this time, after the two years we've been through, those themes are really powerful and potent and the Capricorn stellium is still at play. And so there's a lot of opposition there and tension and tension is what launches the arrow, right? Um, so there is conflict resolution can come, but through change. And so how do we change um, our emotions and how do we change our foundations? And those kind of elements will be up on the table um, mid-month. And it's a very auspicious time to be talking about that change on the full moon, January 17th, right? Because January 18th, Uranus moves direct. All of that uniqueness, the individuality, the concepts of who we are and what is our place in the world and why are we here and what is it for? All that energy is going to now move direct and want to move outward into the world. That same day, the North Node moves into Taurus, where we will be called into a fixed Earth sign ruled by Venus, who is in retrograde, to kind of dig into now what do we do here on this firm footing ground, right? And that will be the work of the North Node for quite some while. Now, the North Node, as the North Node moves into Taurus, Ceres is now direct and starts to continue forward and they start to separate. Um, and, and those two, you know, elements will start to distance themselves a little bit. So where Gemini North node and Ceres retrograde, were calling us inward um, and forcing us to think forward in from a way where we were so aware of others, I feel like we'll start to see that Ceres influence wane and our North Node and Taurus really start to ask us, so like, hey, what do you do about all this, right? And that's going to be mid-month. And no doubt, <laughs> that's 18th, right? January 18th. The 19th, the sun moves into Aquarius. So that, that vitality will leave the Capricorn stellium and enter into Aquarius where it'll start to get some work done. Um, and dreaming and um, hook up at, with Saturn at some point too, right? Then we, but when the sun moves into Aquarius, our moon will be in Leo 
and you can expect some drama, right? Um, with whenever the sun is in Aquarius, um, we get these grand ideas, but when the moon is in Leo, we decide maybe we're going to do it right. <laughs> like we're feeling a little bold. Um, we're feeling a little feisty. Maybe we're feeling like we want some attention. And so we got these new ideas and this new attention. You can see a lot of people stepping on stage. You can see a lot of people, you know, making other people angry, saying what they feel, regardless of how it's going to land. Leo doesn't always care how it's going to land and neither do Aquarius. So you could see some drama, um, especially pertaining to individual life stages. Um, on the 20th of January, the moon is opposite Jupiter. And so we could really feel some nitpicky energies come into play um, mid-month because the sun moves into Aquarius. So we'll have all these ideas, right? When we, when we land here on the 20th with the moon opposite Jupiter, we're going to be in this space where, you know, maybe we are daydreaming a little too much, or maybe it's just time to start thinking a little lighter under Aquarius. And so we'll have all these ideas and, and we'll be wanting to make moves with these ideas. But on the 20th, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to say this in a way that sounds like it's going to be bad, although it certainly could be un uncomfortable, but we're going to get through this Uranus direct, the North node shifting, the sun into Aquarius, the moon into Leo, and then the moon is going to oppose Jupiter and Jupiter's over there in Pisces having a big old year and the moon will have just moved um, into Virgo. And so it could just be nitpicky. January 20th could feel very nitpicky, depending on how comfortable you are with what you want and what you need to do to get it, right? Because we have Uranus direct, we have this North Node in Taurus. So we have all these energies saying, bring your uniqueness, bring your, bring your personal revolution to the world. And we have North Node in Taurus saying, what makes you feel alive? And what makes you feel um, luxurious? And how do you connect to money? And how do you connect to others and bring it out and bring it into the world? And, and Venus retrograde is starting to kind of wrap up its retrograde. So it's driving those themes even deeper because Venus rules Taurus and it could just feel very activating. And the moon being in Virgo, it could feel like, well, this isn't happening because nobody's helping me. If you've ever watched a Virgo planet event, you kind of know how this could go. It could either go the way of they make 15 different lists for 15 different people. They delegate like a boss, they get it done and the event goes off seamlessly or, you know, you get there and it's just a story of trial and tribulation, how nobody's doing their list and nobody's paying attention and only one working and it's not even worth it. Those kind of elements will exist, right? Because Jupiter's trying to expand us and Virgo's got very specific checkpoints. Then we get to the 22nd. We have the sun conjunct Mercury retrograde. Now this at the same time, we're about to move into where the moon in Libra is opposing Chiron and Aries. This is going to get a little bit dicey for everybody. The 22nd and the 23rd could feel really intense. The sun's going to illuminate that Mercury retrograde in Aquarius. Um, and it will feel like on the 22nd, um, all of your communication BS will be unavoidable, right? The sun is right up against Mercury retrograde under the sign of Aquarius. And it's kind of given it to Mercury right before Mercury is going to retrograde back into Capricorn. And at that same time, the moon, um, when we, on the 23rd, the moon moves into Libra 
where the Capricorn stellium squares with Libra and with Aries. So there's going to be tension in that aspecting anyway. The moon moves into Libra and then is then opposite our Chiron and Aries. Um, and so it's just going to feel like everything could be triggered, right? Especially if you happen to be a lot of Libra and a lot of Aries, it could feel a very triggering day because for your highest good, you've got to figure the ish out. You got to figure it out. And the sun and the Mercury retrograde over there in Aquarius, that's big thinking and, and it's driving it inward. And then you've got the moon in Libra that wants to harmonize, right? With all this intense energy. And you've got the Chiron in Aries that wants to heal, you know? And so it's a lot of really intense energy could get wild that third week. Then we move into the last week, Mars moves into Capricorn and it just doesn't let up, right? Especially if you have a hard time with Capricorn, if you're Libra, a lot of Libra or a lot of Aries or a lot of Cancer, um, or a lot of your inner planets are in those things too. Mars moves into Capricorn and then it just hits, it'll hit different. Um, by the time we get to the 24th and Mars moves into Capricorn, we've got Vesta in Capricorn now. We got Pholus, we got Venus, we got Juno, we got Pluto. And so it's just, it's a heavy house. It's a stacked house. It's a stacked hand, if you will, right? Um, and when Vesta moves in, I should I should back that up a little bit. When Vesta moved into Capricorn on the, on the 10th, 11th of January, um, she brings a lot of uh, like, let's get it done energy and a lot of home focus and family focus and things like that. And so it's going to feel kind of wild when Mars moves into Capricorn, a lot of energy and a lot of vitality, wanting everyone to just get it done already. It's not a patient energy. Mars, all, all of what might have been considered to be a little bit more patient will <laughs> cease to be patient on the 24th of January. Mars enters the mix. Figure, paint it like this in your head. There's a, there's a meeting of all these energies under Capricorn at Saturn's house, right? Saturn isn't here. Saturn is somewhere else. And so all these people are hanging out in Saturn's house. And because the the sun is now in Aquarius. And so we have Pluto hanging out with Juno at Saturn's house. We've got Venus retrograding up against Vesta and Pholus. And they're just kind of being chill, right? Vesta and Pholus are, are a little bit minor influence. Juno's a little bit of a minor, more minor influence. And it's hanging out with Pluto. And it's just like a gathering of folks. Mars like walking in the joint, just like, all right, up and Adam, let's do it doesn't want to sit around, doesn't want to, doesn't want to be lame and it wants to get it moving. And then on January 25th, the day after Mars moves into Capricorn, um, the 25th, third quarter moon in Scorpio, right? Third quarter moon in Scorpio, that last week before the, the new moon, the last week before the seed um, planting, Scorpio is going to want to get in here and nitpick and pull you down, get intimate with it, nitpick in the intimate way, right? Not surfacey stuff, but like, why haven't you done this for your intention? Who do you need to do this with? Um, where do you need what is going on and why haven't you got it done? And then also maybe you need to let it go. Maybe it's not for you. What are you going to plant next time that is for you? It's going to get intimate and investigative, right? And Mars rules Scorpio. And so Mars and Capricorn is going to have have Scorpio informing for them, right? And Mercury then on the 25th of January retrogrades back into Capricorn. And so then we revisit this stellium and this energy and we're working towards the end of the month and we are figuring out what of the intentions will stick and what won't. 
Um, on the 26th of January, the moon in Scorpio is trying Jupiter in Pisces. Our inner worlds will be deep and intimate and our, our Jupiter in Pisces is going to add a magical spiritual element. This is a time of great growth. Um, and a lot of great triggering on the 28th of January, Mercury retrograde is conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. We're revisiting that December 27th to 31st energy. Um, consider that you may have said things in a way you didn't plan to, or you may have dreamed things in a way you didn't plan to, and you have a chance to revisit that January 29th, Venus direct, the moon hits the Capricorn stellium again, that taskmaster recheck, um, on the 30th, the sun squares off with Uranus, like I said at the beginning of the call, kind of pulling that individuality into the forefront and it will feel tense. At the same time, the moon will conjunct Mercury and Pluto and Juno, and that will feel like an intense day. Um, the moon conjunct Mercury retrograde will be really calling us into our inner world on how we communicate with the physical realms and the divine. Pluto, how do we transform? How do we catch fire? How do we resurrect ourselves and Juno, how do we make contracts that stick and how, how do we commit and are we committing that last couple days of January is going to have you really digging into like, are you the problem? You know, that TikTok, am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. If you're the drama, which not saying any of you are, but if you are the drama, you will discover it between January 29th and 31st. It's a reckoning of emotional um, variety. And then we will hit into February and the new moon is like at 12.45 a.m. Eastern on February 1st. So like the moment we click into February, we're in a new moon period again. We will also be in Imbolg, which is the turning of winter towards the spring equinox. It's that midpoint. The new moon will be in Aquarius. There will be all kinds of radical thinking and a focus on light and illumination and the luminaries. And it will be, um, it'll be a higher vibe new moon um, as far as dreamy, sunshiny, um, think outside the box, spontaneous, radical behavior goes. But January is a, week, a, a month of work. And so I am looking forward to being here with everybody. Thank you for listening to this. I know it's a little bit long, 30 minutes. Um, just as a reminder, on January 4th, Earth will be at its perihelion at around 1.52 a.m. I would expect that, you know, the night when you go to bed on Monday night, set intentions to receive that illumination, that closeness, that vitality, have dreams of your future. You may find your meditations are really, really powerful those days. We have um, the new moon alignment and meditation will be January 2nd at 11 a.m. Eastern. We have, if you're in the Reiki group, we are tentatively planning on January 9th for our Reiki master, our next session in that. We have a workshop um, and a guided meditation for Mercury retrograde on January 13th. We have a group alignment for the full moon in Cancer on Sunday, January 16th at 11 a.m. We have a tea time on January 20th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And then we have another workshop where we'll focus on Imbolc and Venus moving direct. And that will be on January 27th. All the workshops will be 12 p.m. Eastern. And all those links will be posted to Patreon. So really excited for January. Very excited for January.
I feel like I'm, ex- I'm just excited. I'm, I'm anticipatory and I'm curious. So everyone keep in contact with me and let me know how you're feeling, how you're doing, jump in discord, give me updates. Um, how did the new year's Eve and transitionary stuff go? Did any of you do the rituals we talked about in the workshop? Just give me all the details. I'm excited and have a beautiful month.